Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Conquering Stress Podcast. Oh, I can't even talk. Podcast. This is Dr. Bill Janishek, your host. And, um, you know, if you've been listening for a while, we've, we've had a lot of how-to stuff because I really want you to understand uh, the concepts, fill up your toolbox, as I say, for stress so that you can reach in there in any situation and, and conquer your stress. And um, I'm brilliant. You guys know that. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, but having the tools are great, but it's like having a garage full of great tools. If you never take the time out to use them, get familiar with them, master them, you know, they're just, you know, they're just piles of stuff. So what I want you guys to know, and I, I mentioned this at the beginning when we started this, for those of you that have been with me since the beginning, is that I wanted to bring people on there just like you that have gone through everything you've gone through and changed some stuff, used some stuff, and you know the good, the bad, and, and the ugly, and show you that, you know what, you can do this. You can do this, and we can learn from each other because nobody in this world's perfect. And like I said, we're all going to have those tools in our toolbox, and maybe we'll use them a little different. So today, I'm excited to uh, have Michelle Garcia on here. Now, she's a local to Yorba Linda. Uh, she's been a patient of mine. She's awesome uh, in everything that she does. And, and I've watched her over the last year or two just kind of blossom into this, this crazy energy machine. And, and it's not like she just decided to kind of take control of herself and she has nothing else to do. Uh, she works full time. She works crazy hours. Uh, she has two kids, great kids. She's married. She's just like you. So, um, Michelle, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, just as you mentioned, um, I'm... Uh, you know, working, a working mom. I have two kids, you know, married, been married and been with my husband for over 20 years. Um, we've always been kind of into sports. Uh, he, we, you know, we, he's played sports. I played sports ever since, you know, grade school, um, rode motorcycles, raced motorcycles, um, you know, played professional football. So just did a whole lot of stuff that really took a lot of, um, physical, you know, energy and exertion and, really kept me in shape. Um, and then of course, you know, the usual after you have kids is when you kind of relax. Okay. Know, okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> you, you yachted through a couple, um, important <laughs> things that I want I want to go back on. So one is you work. So why don't you tell everybody what kind of job you have? So I am a crisis therapist for the County of Orange. Um, so, and I work the night shifts, so I work 12 a.m. to 9 a.m. And, uh, we work with kids that are in crisis, which crisis means, um, they're, um, either attempting or have attempted a uh, suicide. Okay. So, um, so anybody that's listened to the, the podcast, especially the one that we've done on sleep knows the importance of circadian rhythms, how they, they deal with, uh, hormone, um, movement, brain activity, and, in that so if if you were working at a toll booth night shift that that would be interesting enough 
So, but now you're working in crisis. The, the very term crisis means stress. So you're working the night shift under stress and um, it's pretty interesting, right? Yes. Okay, so, so you're always on. So she is the epitome of uh, fight or flight going on. The other thing that, that you yachted right over is, um, why don't you go back to the playing professional football? Yes, I played uh, women's professional football for seven years. My very first year that I played, I actually owned my own team um, and played. And then from there, just, you know, um, decided to, you know, venture out and just play with other teams and spend more time focused on playing and enjoying the playing than owning a team. Well, awesome. Um, so I, you know, you're, you're kind of straight faced about it and you're just like, Oh yeah. And I just, I, I kick ass and I take names and I just do that. <laughs> and I do everything up like that. Like, okay, well that's, that's just how, how things go. So I, I guess I'm going to have to stop you from periodically and we're going to just clarify some stuff. So you, you were mentioning that, so you had kids and then after that, what happened? Um, I just, I, I just got, I, you know, for lack of better terms, I got lazy. I just didn't, was, you know, just really always used the excuse of I'm too tired. I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. Um, so I just got, you know, for, I mean, again, it's just, I got lazy. I just, I gave up on the things that I had always done and the things that I had always kind of given me that momentum in life. And, um, and you, and you know, my kids gave me that happiness instead. So it was more so of just kind of sitting around and, you know, taking care of them and, you know, leaning back on the, I'm too busy, um, you know, excuses to why I couldn't get back out there and get back into, you know, what I had always done. And how old are the kids? Uh, my son is nine and my daughter's five. So like for like nine years, did you not really work out consistently or at all or? Um, I didn't work out with it when I, I was actually playing professional football when I found out I was pregnant with my son, I was three months pregnant and still playing football um, and was told I had to stop. Um, that was against my will. Damn doctors. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but then I stopped. Um, and then I just, I didn't get back in the gym, didn't do any exercising or anything until um, after having my daughter. So I would say about eight or nine years. No, I, I would say about maybe, yeah, maybe about that. Eight or nine years. So what got you back? Did, was that something that just kind of mulled over in your head or? Um, was, did it just kind of bubble up one day or did it simmer? Um, you know, I had, it was one of those things that I just kept, you know, thinking about and thinking about and, you know, was still making the excuses as to, you know, I just had too much to do. I was working, I, you know, my kids, I was trying to, you know, make sure that I was always there for my kids. I was always too busy. Um, you know, but then I really started to feel the effects of it health wise of, you know, not being able to do the things that I have always done. Um, not having that energy that I've always had, not being, um, you know, for lack of better terms, as happy, you know, as I was, you know, before it was more so of just, it was just a day in day out thing and just feeling the effects of, you know, being overweight, you know, not having any energy and just feeling sluggish all the time. Okay. I'm going to interrupt you again. Yes. So I, I have, I have the pleasure of seeing you people on the podcast really don't get to see you. So um, can you explain what overweight means um well in both my pregnancies i gained about 80 pounds in each pregnancy um yeah and so i was i was tipping probably about 185 190 
um, you know, and for my frame, it, you know, typical is like 120, 125. So, uh, you know, I, most doctors would look at me and think that I was significantly overweight. So did, uh, how'd you feel at that time? Did it come off easier? I mean, once you had them? Once I had the kids or once I had... Yeah, once you had the kids. No, it, it was a struggle. It was like, no matter what I did, and, you know, I, you know, would try the whole dieting thing and cutting back on eating and cutting back on certain things. And still, it was the same thing. I was just, I really didn't see results. And I would give up and then I try again, then I give up and try again. So... So with, with your job and everything and you working out, I mean, did you plan your meals or were you kind of driving through whatever you had or just not eating all together? Um, it was a mixture of both. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> That's all right. It's your podcast, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a mixture of both. Some days it would be, you know, I would, um, I never did meal prep, but it would be, you know, just trying to eat a little bit healthier. Or sometimes I, you know, I would always realize, you know, probably like nine or 10 o'clock at night that, oh my goodness, I didn't eat all day, um, you know, which I knew wasn't good for me. Um, and I knew that was probably one of the biggest struggles I had with, um, you know, with my weight staying the way it was, um, was because I wasn't eating and I wasn't, um, you know, nourishing my body the way it needed to in order to burn what I wanted it to burn. So when you were dieting and everything, um, did you try, like, did you Atkins, vegan, paleo, South Beach, sugar busters, you know, cabbage soup, or did you do that whole thing? Um, well, to be honest with you, I'm not very good at following directions. I'm sure you mm. know that. All right. I'm glad I was sitting down. <laughs> um, so I just honestly, I always just do my own thing. It was, you know what, I'm going to stop eating sugar. And then I stopped drinking, um, you know, diet sodas. Um, and then it was like, well, I don't, I, you know, I don't need to be eating, you know, all this bread all the time. I don't need to be eating pastas all the time. So it's really just for me, just being able to kind of back off on things that I knew that I really didn't need for my body. And then the things I did, I just really kind of increased those. All right. Well, cool. So let's fast forward to like, you're thinking, and I'm always interested in the moment, mm -hmm. the moment when, when you went, all right, I'm doing it. I'm just, bam. Do you remember that happening? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, as, as I, you know, we, we were talking about is that, you know, I was really just trying out different things, but the moment that it really did happen was um, actually, you know, the, the moment that most people have is when you find yourself in a situation or um, where you don't have a choice or where you're, you know, where your health is um, in jeopardy um, and you kind of feel like your back's up against the wall. It's like, okay, you know what, this is, this is it. This is what I have to do. So um, when I had, when I was in the hospital for with cardiac stuff and, you know, just them sitting there, you know, coming in and looking at me and just waiting for me to have a heart attack. I was like, all right, this isn't, this isn't cool. And knowing that I had kids, um, it was just like, that was just for me. It was like making sure that I wanted to be there for my kids. So I was like, all right, I've got to do a complete 180 and I've really got to figure this out and I really have to change my life. So okay. that was, that was my aha moment of, okay, this is what's going to happen. So you're in the hospital, you were there a couple days, right? Um, I was there for four and a half days. Okay. And they checked you out. They said, Michelle, you're jacked up. <laughs> you know, um, you have these things. 
you have this insight when you got home, kind of got your wits back, kind of stabilized a little. And did it start then or did it start like send me the the kale and the uh, non-GMO um, foods and everything and let's call boot camp and get it. How did that, that come to be? Um, it was just, you know, I just, I, you know, I was already kind of in boot camp, but I wasn't as dedicated. I would just kind of go like every so often. Um, but it was for me, it was like, all right, I'm going to go this many days a week and these are the days I'm going to do it. Um, and then I also started like the meal prep stuff. Um, you know, because I figured, you know what, I'm going to take the stress off myself for the meals and I'm going to put it, um, you know, put my energy towards something else, which was making a routine of my day of making sure that my, the exercise was a part of it was going to the boot camps was a part of it was setting goals, you know, each week of where I wanted to be. Um, and just really just keep it, you know, that where it's, that's where all my energy went. And then like the food stuff is, I just, I kind of heated a little bit and went to uh, one of the food prepping places and figured, okay, I'm gonna let you handle that stress. And then I'm going to deal with this. Um, and figured I could just learn from those meals to where I could use that for a short period of time. And then I could just do it myself, which is now what I do. Okay. So tell me about the first couple weeks when you, you were committed, you had the meal prep and you're working still and you're going to the gym. Mm -hmm. So what were the first couple weeks like? Uh, it was hard. I kept telling myself that, you know, you know, you always have those words as I can't, or I don't, or I won't. Um, and for me, it was like, all right, I need to change those into something different. Um, so it was more so of just reframing um, those things and telling myself what I could do and what I needed to do um, and how I needed to do it. And just so it was more so if I can and I will and I, you know, versus I can't and I don't. So for me, it was a mindset. Well, you know what? It, the reason I have I wanted you on here is because for everybody, it's a mindset. Because, okay. like I said, we can do anything. You can watch, you know, sweat into the oldies, but until uh, you know you start dancing with Richard Simmons, you're not going to get the results. And when you're you're going through that, and it's a mindset, and you turn your mind on. When did it click? that you because you're your professional athletes are we're a weird bunch because we know you know that dark place and that we kind of enjoy too much and you come out and you go yeah that almost killed me that was cool mm -hmm. when did when did that michelle come back um it came back after I even just started to see a little bit of, um, you know, difference in me. Um, and the, and the most, and the most part wasn't really, um, what you could see visually. It's what I could feel. What did you feel? Um, I felt more confidence. I felt happier. Um, I just, I wasn't all, you know, I just, I first, I would just see things differently, you know, um, before it would just be more so I'd be pointing out like negative things and focused on the negative things that were happening. And then, once I started working out it for some reason, it was just like the negative things just kind of went away. Not, not totally, but, um, I just started seeing things, um, the perspective of life around me and not myself differently, um, more in a positive way. So with that positive reinforcement, it just gave me more motivation to keep doing what I was doing. Cool. So 
that's exactly what I wanted wanted you to share with everybody is because a lot of times when when we have all the things that we should do and there's always obstacles in the way and it seems that like the obstacles that we have and we make up in our own mind are you know they're just little pitlins of things and then when we overcome them it's like a floodgate comes on and everything else com- is is opens up mm-hmm. and i and i think it's really interesting that you didn't talk about the outside stuff you know you know i fit better in my jeans I could walk up a flight of stairs. I could do like that. It was the happiness level and the confidence stuff. And those are the, the same things that when, when I ask people to start exercising and do stuff, they go, oh, wow, I can't. Because there's such an Eeyore that they don't know that the cure to them feeling like that is to walking through the door and put some, um, put a little effort behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's the best drug on the market that I've found. So you're talking to, like I said, a lot of people just like you. What advice would you give, you know, the you from two years ago, if you had to talk to her today? Um, I think it's just more so just keep trying, you know, because a lot of people, um, when we have defeat or when we um, – you know, when we feel defeated or we feel like we have, for lack of better terms, failed at something, um, we, we tend to kind of, you know, really see, again, that's that's the whole negative aspect of it. Um, so it's really being able to just really kind of, you know, give yourself, you know, that, that grace of, hey, you know what? Yeah, I may have kind of, you know, I didn't, I shouldn't have eaten this or I shouldn't, I should have gone to work out. Um, but the more that you dwell on what you shouldn't have done or what you should have done versus just, you know what, hey, tomorrow's going to be a different day and I'm going to turn it around um, and not sit and dwell on what you didn't do, but versus looking forward to what you can do the next day. You know, again, it's just really taking, you know, working from the inside out, because if you work from the outside in, that's where your failure, you know, tends to come because you you tend to really take it out on yourself when you don't do those things. And that's what really kind of gets in the way of the motivation. It really puts the barriers there. So have you had people come up to you and say, Hey, how do you do this? You've inspired me. I've, I've watched you change friends or family or workout mates. Um, I, a lot of my workout mates, they do. Um, they always tell me they want arms like mine or they want something you know, like mine. And, you know, and for me, it's like, well, why don't you want, why don't you want arms like yours? You know, why don't you want arms that you want versus you want mine? Um, you know, I have, you know, ladies at the gym, I'll be working out and they'll be like, how did you get your arms like that? What exercise do you do? You know, and I don't mind, you know, taking the time to share, but I always tell people, you know what, whatever exercise I might be doing, that may not be what you need, but it's just, you know, it's just really just trying different things and really catering and not comparing yourself to anybody else, but really catering to what is best for you. Cause that's where you're going to see the results is what, when you cater to your body and how your body is going to respond to whatever exercise that is. Yeah. Have you noticed any difference in the kids since you started working out? Um, my kids really want to work out now. Um, my son is actually in CrossFit. Um, and when we go to work out, he's always asking, can I work out with you? I want to work out right beside you. Um, and they're very inspiring because they want to do the same thing that I'm doing. And for me, I like that because it's really good to kind of just instill that foundation or that, that, that thought inside of them um, to be able to build their confidence at such an early age. Yeah. I think that that's awesome. You, 
I would say, you know, the good parent should be the biggest influence in the children's life. And it's hard because now we're competing with like really cool apps and stuff. And um, so you've done a great job with that. Have uh, your husband, did anything change with him since you've been working out? <laughs> um, uh, I know he's busy. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think he, um, I know a lot of times like when I, when I make meals or when I, when I eat, usually it's like, well, he would eat whatever the kids would eat or, you know, just whatever would be quick. But now I notice a lot of times he's always, you know what, what you're eating looks really good. Why can't you make a little extra for me too? <laughs> um, so I really like to see that transition that he has made of, you know what, I want to try that too. Or, you know, let, let's, you know, so it's almost like he wants to team up with me, which is really awesome to know that you have somebody that wants to kind of be your teammate. Um, you know, cause that way too, I mean, especially, you know, when you have a, you know, your spouse, you know, or significant other, you have their motivation and, you know, and, and you're kind of looking out for them as well. Um, and it just keeps you going and making sure that you're eating right and doing the right thing. And, you know, and if you have a cheat day, you can cheat together. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, you know, one of the things that people always ask me about, you know, they think that when you eat clean is that, that you're only allowed to eat clean. And I tell people all the time, I said, I eat whatever I want just after you start feeling pretty good and doing like that, you just don't want a lot of the crap. I enjoy the heck out of it. You know, drive me to Farrell's anytime I'm, I'm, I'm down, <laughs> yeah. but that's not going to be like an everyday meal. So, um, and sometimes the social aspect of being together and enjoying something with pizza and beer or mm -hmm. ice cream or whatever you're cheating on is um, that, that social psycho is even more important than maybe staying in ketosis for the day or something like that because health is physical chemical and it's emotional and the emotional component as we're learning from you today is is key because it's it's that mindset that's going to get you to take advantage of everything that you know intellectually to do but, but you know we're all driven by emotions first and i I think you're awesome. I, I've watched you, and that's why I said I, I'm trying to get somebody on here at least once a month that has gone through that, can resonate with all y'all out there. And uh, you were the first one that I thought of. I, I said, I got to get Michelle on here because I've watched you over the last couple of years um, just really bloom into yourself. And I think that's like really cool. So I'm really proud of everything that you've done and I wanted to just kind of have you out here in the public and, and get recognized for that well thank you well my pleasure so <laughs> any great words of wisdom on closing here that um, you want to share um, you know I think this that I mean that just the biggest thing is you know always you know just stay focused on you know on yourself and work you know as I would mentioned before work from the inside out you know, because I think everybody gets so focused on what they look like from the outside um, that it doesn't, I mean, you, you kind of set yourself up for defeat. So, I mean, just really look at what you need from the inside um, because the happier you are about yourself, the more confidence you have, the more you're willing to go out there and try new things and to do different things and to push, you know, push different limits. Um, so, again, it's just really build that, you know, build that confidence, build whatever you have on the inside um, and then the outside will come. Awesome. Okay. I lied. I have one more question. 
Um, what's next on your goals? What are, what are you going to accomplish next? Um, I'm not really sure. I've been kind of toying around with, um, I used to do bodybuilding a long time ago when I was um, in my early 20s. Um, and I thought about maybe just kind of pushing my limits a little bit and uh, my pushing my comfort zone and maybe just doing like, um, you know, just trying once at least like one FZ contest or something and just uh, something new, something different. Um, and just to say, you know, my bucket list to say that I did it. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So I'll look forward to bugging you about that um, <laughs> constantly until I see it. Yep. So that's awesome. So we were here with Mich- Michelle Garcia. And um, again, I want to thank, sh- thank you for coming on. And until next time, everybody, I want you to like, share. And if this has resonated with you and Michelle's story is, is, is something that's really cool, throw, throw that down in the comments. We'll get back on to you. Because if you're thinking it, there's somebody else that's going through exactly what you're going through. You are not alone. Uh, we are all dealing with stress at some level, and you're here to conquer it. So, you know, fill up your toolbox, you know, get out there. And if you conquer the stress, simply doing that is going to drive you into the health and well-being that you deserve and that, that, you, that you're, you're actually craving. So until next time, Dr. Bill Janishak on the Conquering Stress Podcast. Peace. <laughs>